sun goes down, stars come out. All that counts is here and now. <laughs> well, that, of course, is the wanted. And if it's the little prayer I tell myself while trying to get the bartender's attention at Seamus O'Leary's New York's only Irish-Israeli bar, then this must be Dale Radio. And I, of course, am your host, Dale Seaver, and you're listening to another episode of Some Things I Enjoy, coming to you, as always, from the foul banks of the Gowanus. <laughs> Once again, though, today, ladies and gentlemen, we find ourselves on the great island of Manhattan. The Manhattan, as it used to be called, I think, at some point in its great history. And we're here in the in the uh, terrific place that I know very well. I spent a little time here not long ago. Uh, we're, we're here up on the, on the seventh floor uh, at Engine Sound with a dear friend of the program, Steve O'Reilly. Steve, how are you? I'm good. Good. I'm nice good. to see you. And... Uh, <laughs> This is going to be a special St. Patrick's Day yes. edition with nice. Steve O. And uh, that's how you go by sometimes. Steve O, is Yeah, it? a lot of people call me Steve O. That's a pretty decent nickname to have. I think. It fits. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. And uh, boy, well, let's just start off. We're pairing the pad- podcast today with a couple of Guinnesses. Yeah, we did. And uh, it's uh, quite early for that, but uh, the cheers. There it is. There it is. Guinness stout. It's like uh, this is in the bottle, so it, it doesn't quite taste. Like it tastes a little different. <laughs> it does. Both of us are but still, taste. still filling. Oh, very still filling. like drinking a loaf of bread, though, isn't it? It is. And you like the Guinness, do you? Oh, yeah, sure, absolutely. And I will say it's it, it, it again. It's a little early. I've been doing these morning podcasts, and I tell you, it's a, kind of a funny adjustment for yeah. me. All oh, right. Because I start drinking so early then in the day. <laughs> But we're here, and I'm on. I gotta say, for such a big fella, you got a tiny couch, and that's where I'm at over here. Yeah, you are definitely on the small couch. And this is uh, this, of course, Stevo. You composed the theme song. When for the first for season two, I think is when it ended up playing. Mm. And each each time we've. How about that? Somebody's in trouble. Yeah. But that's New York's finest, getting yep, to it. That's right. And uh, soundproof room. It here. is a soundproof room. Hermetically <laughs> sealed. You never hear anything. That's, those are actually sound cues of fire engines. It's some of your work, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. It's it amazingly is. lifelike. Well, maybe we'll listen to a little bit more. But And then each each season, what I've done is I've opened it up, and I hope this is okay. I've just had other people respond to the theme. Sure. And play it, and it's been tremendously successful. Just use it as a starting point. It's been a starting point, and it's got things going, and it's it's just so exciting to hear how everybody. We had the UCLA Jazz Band; they were playing. I heard that. That, that was, was, that was a great show. Pretty exciting. It was a good show, and of course, you're a big fan. I appreciate that. Yep, I am. And uh, I should, ladies and gentlemen, you know, sometimes I do this show on, on a shoestring, of course, and I thank all the great Kickstarter supporters and all yep. that. And uh, but uh, it's just me out there, and I go around a little. I got a little microphone, and I take it to places. But you have been so kind to attend to every whim here. We've got the lighting has been dimmed. Yeah, we set the light. We've got a little couch. We have an uh, aromatherapy candle. I, yes, I had it lit before you got here because <laughs> I wanted to make sure it smelled all nice. Well, you know? it's it very is a, it is soothing. A, yeah, yeah. You kind of want to make music. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I do. And I make beautiful mouth music today. Yeah, is you do. Yeah, you do. And you've got a beautiful, this is all Japanese joinery on this wood here on the yeah. table that we're looking at. Yeah, you are, you are sitting in the tiny couch right in front of a chest that I think it was actually uh, 
made in India. It so looks like it was. This is of Indian origin. I yeah, think you it can is, tell. It's a by solid this. mahogany or rosewood. That's, of some, that's that's where it is. I can't get of, too technical with the tree. I hope you don't. Types. <laughs> yeah. I guess sometimes, although we have a big uh, woodworking community that listens in, I yeah. know that. Uh, <laughs> it's big in the Gwinnett. That everyone in Brooklyn does a woodworking. Every, it's all do it yourself. That's yeah. what they say. DIY. Yeah. Shop. You, are you handy? Um, well, you know, I want to be more handy. Sure. I, I want to be. That's I, something we could all aspire to be. I had this idea actually for a, a business where the, we find some space, probably in Brooklyn, because Brooklyn is very uh, sort of innovative. Spacious. This is spacious and innovative, and <laughs> yeah. has some industrial you know areas that you sure. can work in. Sure. And the idea I think was like to have like seminars for dudes that have desires to be handy or desires to change tires or desires to learn how to build guitar amps or whatever and you bring in a specialist mm -hmm. and uh, and this was all you know it's an idea it's just an idea but then you bring in a specialist and then they come in for a seminar you know they had a couple of weeks and you build only your... guys doing it or you can have... well i think the idea was just strictly to have like uh you know like i could see you know there are a lot of guys out there that have certain talents and then there's a whole bunch of other dudes that have that don't have those talents at all. Yeah, sure. Well, we're we're a couple of talented fellas. Well, uh, but have you ever seen a woman run a bandsaw? <laughs> it's what? worth it. You ought to open up the registration. I think yeah. just for the for the sake. Well, of I didn't mean. To, yeah, smile. you're right. I didn't mean to be exclusively for dudes. But uh, no, so I, I don't. It's also mean a to, way to get more of the fellas interested. Oh, uh, that's true. I mean, I'll spend a weekend with a tool. Like I said, it's just an idea. We just need to. We <laughs> just right. need to just brainstorm and just run it. with it. Oh, that's what I like about sitting with you whenever I get the opportunity, yeah. Steve-O, and, and we have had the few opportunities. Yeah. You've got yeah. so many great ideas. And oh. you'll, I'll, you'll hit me with a barrage of them, and I'll think, my gosh. Remember that? move that, uh, that, uh, that oven mitt. Remember our reality show? <laughs> move that oven mitt. That's right. That I, was a good... I still laugh about that one. Oh, my God. Well, they had to be a, a kitchen remodeling. Yeah. And move that, that oven mitt. mitt. And we had the big <laughs> oven mitt where just go, wow, 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 wow. And the big reveal. <laughs> then you see the kitchen. But you got to move the oven. Mitt I don't know why that didn't take off. I don't know. Again, it's just an idea. So I don't. I the point is though that I think that there are a lot of skill sets that I'd like to have, and I'm sort of embarrassed or have not taken the initiative to figure out how to get them. And I feel like if I was I'm married now, but if I was getting married and like you know um, spouses want to say, hey, you know, here's a here's a gift, uh, you know, for my husband to be like, you get a week and you learn how to like uh, you know build some nice. Make a coffee, nice coffee table or something the, like that. The, yeah, or for the engaged. Sure, or I, sure. I, you know, uh, change the carburetor. I don't even know how to do any right. of that stuff. Just some basic things. Yeah, basic things. Well, if only there was a resource that was available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, yeah. you could just tap into. You know, maybe you'd type something in, and it would just give you the information on how to do yeah, it. We can only or bring videos it. or yeah. something like that. Yeah, would be. Just, you know, <laughs> videos to show you how to do that stuff. <laughs> that would be amazing. I don't know where you, you could find get an that. instructional podcast, though, Steve. That wouldn't be bad either, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, like we got the audio component. A lot of it would just be. Yeah, we're drilling. Yeah, <laughs> don't go too. Oh, you went too far. That's right. Yeah, I think an audio podcast would be incredibly helpful for it. I love your audio things. podcast. Well, and I, I love what you do with audio. We should say that just. Engine Sound's got a new website that's just launched. This is true. You've got to redesign the whole thing. Yep. And uh, what is it that you do here up, up, up at the uh, well, seventh floor? Up on the seventh floor. Uh, well, my partner Matt and I have been in a band for many years called Tammany Hall. Sure. And uh, Tammany Hall played lots of shows and played a lot on the East Coast and some on the West Coast. And we did fairly well and we licensed a lot of music and 
and uh, had a nice loyal fan base and uh, it's really very cool. They still out there, your fans? They still fans are still there. They still write to us. You know, I don't know if there is is as crazy as those Dale fans. I know you have lots of <laughs> awesome true. Dale fans constantly around the world. That's true. I, I know. The f so, uh, but but since the band, um, we have. Uh, you still play gigs? Yeah, we do. We we actually are gonna be playing uh, in a couple weeks actually in Arlene's Grocery randomly. Man, but, that's uh, a pretty good space. Yeah, there. it is a good space. Uh, so uh, it got a little red stairs. It's a little red. It's one outside. of the last few places in that yeah. neighborhood, which has changed so much. And you play guitar? I do. You see, there's quite a few guitars in this room. We're surrounded by hundreds of them. Yeah, I'd say. yeah. yeah. Well, almost uh, getting there. An estimate there. Yeah. You always is this a collection that you have? Um, yeah, this is a collection. Uh, you know, I I don't. Feel like I'm overly materialistic, but I do have a problem. They call it guitar acquisition syndrome. I do have a guitar problem. Once I was able to sort of, uh, you know, we once the composing business started, yeah, yeah, gas? it's called gas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so once we uh, that's why you got the aromatherapy. Yeah, oh my here God, too. you really need it in here. <laughs> Watch out as this podcast goes on. But uh, I, yeah, we. Um, we started. Uh, my partner started buying a few more guitars. I started to. You just sort of had like this sort of kid collection that you're just dying to get certain guitars. Well, in. they're beautiful. Thank you. And uh, all shapes and sizes and all that. And so you play these in the band? Yeah, we play them in the band and then you How play them. How many guitars you got to bring with you to do a show? Well, you know, you could break strings in the middle of a song or... I've seen that yeah. happen. Then you notice a lot of times when you go see uh, rock stars play, they, they're constantly changing guitars, so they might have a song in a different tuning and so they change the... Um, the tuning for that guitar, and then they switch swap guitars, and the next song they're back to you know but traditional tuning. How many tuning. do you bring? Uh, well, you know, you get a little tired of carrying heavy shit, so yeah. it, um, so I would say two usually. Two. I, we don't change tunings all that much. Um, sometimes we'd bring three, like you'd bring like two electrics and then acoustic, so you have a couple acoustic numbers. Sure. Um, but then we started realizing, why don't we just have acoustic gigs and then have electric gigs and not have to carry as much stuff? That's the way you do it. And typically, people always afterwards, they want to be like, let's hang out. And then you're like, yeah, i got to move all my stuff. Right. It's got to go back to our band space, which is always kind of a nightmare. Be nice. Uh, by the way, don't worry about the language. I saw you, you've said a bad word and then you kind of hesitated. I don't want you to worry about it. I it's can't remember. Do you remember your podcast <laughs> in the mall? I remember there, was there some cursing? you remember you went to the mall at one point? I did go to the mall. Yeah, that was a that good was podcast. Very, very late at night and I can't remember all the things that I said. <laughs> it was a wild time. That was an awesome podcast. But you gave me, you just talking about this though, uh, but but don't worry about it. It's a free space. We're going to consider this a, a truth circle. That's what I used nice. to do with my... My ex-wife, Jenny, we used to have truth circles, and that's where we step forward and just talk. Yes, and is what you say with it. Yeah. So, But it made me think that you should just have a disposable guitar. Oh. So you, you do the gig, you wrap up, throw it away, <laughs> and then you can go mingle with people well, and that have a would, nice time. That wouldn't be a bad idea. It really uh, amplifies, yeah. as it were, the social time that's after the... Well, social time is very important, as you know, you know. It is. Making sure that you get to talk to your uh, friends and family and fans and I'm say thanks for coming. And, you know, they're, they're, they're spending some money to come see your show That's or right. whatever. Right. you got to respect them. So I think that uh, the only problem with, uh, you know, having a guitar, the disposable one, is, you know, waste. I, I wouldn't want to... Wouldn't want to. It has to be biodegradable. It would have to be biodegradable. You know, there's actually a whole thing with guitars now. Their guitar companies are changing their ways. You know, because they're not that many 200-year-old pieces of wood anymore sure. for the front of a sure. guitar. So they've had to actually revamp the way in which they make guitars. That's fascinating. Yeah. Well, I don't you know. You should have a blog entry on that. Well, I've thought about that. <laughs> I, I don't have the discipline. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so you guys were doing. Tammany Hall was playing. Yeah. You guys are still going. Yeah. And you say, well, listen, we got all these guitars. 
guitars. We got uh, a kind of an aptitude for sound. Yeah. Let's let's uh, farm this out. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, well, so I mean, what happened was, you know, someone contacted us about a song that we licensed for a show, and they said, um, you know, did you compose that for the show? And of course, being the musicians that we were, we said, yeah. Of course, we had made it for the band, right. but at that point, sure. that was one of our first composing gigs, and it sort of parlayed into a series of other composing gigs that has now created this business for us. And it's going great guns, too, isn't it? It is, yeah. And uh, you, you're playing some samples there. Yeah. Like, can you play one of them? Oh, well, I... Because you do, cause, well, you, you do music for all different kinds of things. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we can't say all the kind of things that you do. I don't know. Can no, yeah, say? yeah, sure. So you do them for the Good Morning America? Yeah, well, it's a certain type of music that you make for Good Morning America. Let's hear it. Let's yeah. see. We'll play it as well, we, we talk a little right. bit. you want to put a little bit Yeah, I want to put a little bit. I, you know, I, I can't speak to, uh, you know... No, this is, this is, the, this will give you... Because I don't think people always recognize the fact that somebody does this. Yeah. You know, all the music that you hear that's on television. Isn't nice. that nice? That does feel nice. It does feel nice. See, sometimes you can't rush this stuff. You know, you can't right. you can't have music that's too intense, that stresses you out. You can't right. be trying to be too cool for school or anything like that. You just need to take it slow. That's right. Yeah. Especially if you're talking about a jam recipe or a, yeah, whatever some kind it is. of... Uh, Stock surge. I did not know that you like jam recipes. I do love jam. Yeah, I know. well, I'm a big jam enthusiast. Yeah. So this is uh, this is kind of a, a nice uh, mellow example of something. This is very different from our band, I yeah. would say. Yeah. This isn't what you're playing at Arlene's. No, it's not. <laughs> but it is. Uh, it is. That's I actually it. don't know exactly how I feel about the fact that, that was the track we played. But I guess it's part <laughs> of the charm. <laughs> You know, I feel like there's but always... But they use that, and how long will they use it? Well, they get an indefinite license, and that's always played on the... Uh, well, I mean... Medical they, segment or they, something? They, they, yeah, they hired us for a certain... certain Whenever um, little George Stephanopoulos comes on, that's That would theme. be nice. I would imagine if, if, they, if they ever have that for a theme, then then that would be good Do you remember us, when but, he had to grow a beard? Uh, I, he got real nervous in the... He was, you know, he was the press guy for Clinton. Yeah. And he'd come out there, and he got he had, his skin was breaking out. Mm. And it was terrible. He had some kind of skin condition, eczema or something like mm. that. And, and then it, it, he grew a beard to cover it up. Mm. And that was uh, a little insight into how politics work. I see. <laughs> but then he got out of there and he started doing other things. And he's but he fine, relaxed. He does, yeah, he doesn't seem to have the beard anymore. No, he's shaved. He's very comfortable with the ABC family. And we yeah. wish him well, yeah. don't we? Of course, of course. <laughs> and so and so, uh, you, you send that kind of thing out, or, or other examples, I'm sure well, there's Well, you many. know, like we did Cash Cab, the show Cash Cab, sure, which is on yeah. all the time. So yeah. we did the music for that. And in that situation, they have all kinds of uh, sections of that show that need specific types of music. And some Can you crate. call that up? I, you know, I don't know if I have it immediately right now. I could look, uh, right. you know, I probably right. have well, some of them, right. you know. That's all right. Can you, can you hum it? Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> can't everybody? You know, all those kind of yeah. like the red light challenge and different right. things like that that happen. Right. After you, have you, I know you watch a lot of Discovery. I do, I do watch a lot of it. Uh, I record a lot of it, so yeah, I, sure. watch it. I can watch it at my leisure. But now, uh, uh, with that, do, do they say, well, here's the show. Can you score it? Or do they just say, okay, we're going to do they describe it? Uh, television tends to be a little different than film work just because of the timeline. So, um, in the film business, you, it seems that you generally have a locked picture and at which point you'd sort of, you'd maybe presented some thematic ideas and then you embellish a little bit before and they kind of, the editor sort of works a little bit to them and then you kind of really lock it down in the scoring after the picture has been locked. In the television, um, the time frame is so fast, the turnaround so fast that they typically say we need 
music for sections and they edit to your music as you go. I see. Um, so as you are just starting your post, you, you've been given the music to, to cut to. Um, well, you've been giving me a lot of music, too. You want us to do something together. Oh, my God, I'm dying gonna... for Dale to be, you know, we did some music for a show called Dallas SWAT, and I was hoping that we might be able to to get Dale in sort of like the throes of um, the the tough streets of Dallas. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. A, a natural fit, Yeah, I think, for me. And I, well, even the tough streets of the Gowanus, you have me over, walking around over there. Gowanus SWAT. Gowanus SWAT. There's some promise. It would be a good Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when you were over there on the computer, your screensaver came up. And you were talking about how you felt like uh, the, the words were speaking to you earlier. Yeah. You people have this. They were just like word of the day or something yeah, sure. comes up. And uh, one of the ones that came up was gregarious. And I said, well, hey, that's good for you because you're a gregarious kind of fellow, aren't yeah, you? Yeah. And, uh, but you didn't program that. To, it's not a, a artificial intelligence. No, no, no. But you were feeling threatened by it earlier. Is that true? Well, no. You know, like I said, I, I think that it's had some words that haven't really been sort of, you know, words that you would use in your everyday, you know, conversations. But as if they were suggesting you should take certain things. Oh, like when I saw St. John's like, Wart. Yeah, yeah. or so well, What are you what? saying to me? Well, no, yeah, well, I never, no, I don't say computer. You know, <laughs> All right. Damn you. Sometimes when you're in a small room, though, you can... Oh, my God, this is like hermetically sealed the... room with the exception <laughs> of the fire engines. Yeah, you start talking to the computer, that screen's like... There's a lady, there's a gal at work. She talks to herself a lot. Mm -hmm. She uses a lot of bad words, like you used earlier. Oh my God! And uh, boy, it can be uncomfortable to sit that close to somebody when they just they just curse constantly. The littlest thing would be an envelope doesn't open the way it is, and then you you know, and she just goes on like a sailor. And you kind of want to give her the an envelope because you may have one, but you're not sure. Oh sure, sit right next to me. You don't want to interrupt the conversation yeah, with yourself. I mean, it, it's like you're fascinated by it, but you're also really put off by it. But anyhow. <laughs> Anyhow, you got a good thing here. That's good. I it, Today was a tough day for me to do work, and I didn't mind sneaking out a little bit, yeah. too, because it's rainy and drizzly here in New York. It is. Not and, not, uh, not that uh, you know sunny spring day that we were hoping not, for. I, that's what I thought. When I think I'm going to do something with Dale, we're going to have a nice spring, right. sunny day, or maybe a snowy, wintry day at a pub or something. Something like that, yeah. or lit. And, of course, I was hoping for vest weather, but that's not what we got. We got raincoats and umbrella weather. Slickers. Slickers. Or, yeah. uh, and so and when <laughs> The I'm poncho. There, what I'm happened to the poncho? No one wears them anymore. You know, that's true. I'd like to see more ponchos out yeah. there. There was a time when, boy, you could get a poncho anywhere. And then they had the disposable ponchos. People just had them and they got rid yeah. of them in the course of the day. Just like it was probably wasteful at a certain point. It was wasteful. Speaking of which, you know, I saw a map today. It had all the, you know, they had the big uh, radioactive leak out there. They had the, the tsunami. The Foxwoods? Oh, no, you mean in, in Japan? <laughs> at Foxwoods. Yeah, at Foxwoods. Not the radioactive leak. What's the other one? That, Indian Point? <laughs> yeah, I get them confused. <laughs> the casinos I, and the nuclear yeah, power. Yeah, plant. the nuclear power. Yeah, are are, are yeah. easily confused. Although at some point we may just take over those structures. No, isn't, and no isn't there a place called like. Indian Point is. Uh, Indian Point is the nuclear power plant. Yeah, yeah Foxwoods Fox is, is a casino. <laughs> it always just hops out that right, Foxwoods. Right. There are two places it. that you would enjoy going. Sure. But out there in uh, Japan. in Japan, they sure. had the big thing and then sure. the, the nuclear thing, and so they had a map today that I saw on there. So I, you know, some I check check the news and say, well, what's going on out there? What can I talk about? And I saw this thing. It had a, a map of all the radioactive water that was from this thing, a leak, and it was mm -hmm. going across the ocean. And I thought, you know, this is exciting. Yeah. 
On one hand, terrible. Yeah. But on the other hand, I mean, if there's going to be a time when Godzilla truly emerges, yeah. Well, we get to see some pretty freaky, you know, giant moth creatures. Yeah. <laughs> Now's the time. Yeah. This is it. <laughs> And a lot of their cultures based on this exact thing happening. Yeah. And we're going to get to see it. And I'm just, I'm thrilled. I mean, what kind of thing is going to emerge out of the depths? And uh, there's a lot of oceans we haven't Release explored. Release the Kraken. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right? You like that movie? Uh, sure. The, yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see it, but I... I well, you know, I, I know not. the I know the guys that wrote the, 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 um... The most. What's that there? That, that's, that's the my phone is vibrating right, and it's right. sort of throwing you off. I that's, no, that's all right. That. So you know the guys that wrote the Kraken? Uh, no, the the uh, Clash of the Titans. Yes. The remake of Clash of the Titan, which yeah, is now about to come out again with um, the Wrath of the Titan, the Titans. Yeah. Did they work <laughs> the on that Kitans. too? Titans. Um, the Titans. I, I would the imagine they. Would I would think if you did the first one, you would probably get to do the second one. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I like the fact they brought back Wrath because you haven't heard of that since yeah. the old days. Yeah, no, that's Trek exciting. Days, yeah. Oh, sure, so sure. Yeah. Wrath of Khan is sure. what you're talking about. Yeah. You like that? You I, into sci-fi? I am into sci-fi, too, yeah. You should get a guitar maybe shaped like the Enterprise or something. <laughs> they make one of those? You know, I bet you somewhere... I read somebody Well, did. someone probably definitely did a little, like, airbrush, oh. you know, painting of, the, right. you know, Kirk on a, a guitar, I'm sure, right. if we were right. to look at it. Somewhere. What is it, NCC 7501, something like that? Yeah, well, I... I I'm not sure it. I can reveal that kind of information on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but you were telling me about an early concert you went to that set your life on the path towards music. What was your first concert? Oh, right, right. Uh, well, I, you know, I went to a Whitney Houston concert. That's a pretty good one. That was my first concert. How Whitney old Houston. were you? I was probably like 10. That's pretty good. Yeah, it was, it was a fun show. It was uh, up in um, upstate New York. You know, oh, Calgary, Calgary. It wasn't in upstate New York, Calgary. It was in Calgary? Yeah, Calgary. What were you doing in Calgary? Yeah, you know, we went up to Calgary. We were, I went to a camp that took... Us to a, it was a sort of fancy camp, I guess, and we went yeah. to a concert, and it was at a big auditorium in Calgary. You know, I I tell you, son, I went to a camp. Yeah, I had to kill a turkey, <laughs> well, and a chicken that's... with a very dull blade. Oh, and you know, we had a trampoline that you could sit under. Nice. Well, well, why'd you sit under it? Well, it was just kind of neat to go underneath the thing, and you could see people jumping on the top. Oh, and, okay. You know, you'd be on, it was not, it wasn't dangerous. <laughs> I, I wasn't was sure if they were just like, all you kids, under the trampoline. <laughs> no, Damn you. It wasn't in Don't get on top of that thing. Go under it. Just a place I could be alone with right. my thoughts, so sure. I like to be there. Oh, you were by yourself? So, well, under the trampoline, I was by myself. Gotcha. And the other kids were playing above, and they had a I good time. I don't want to kill the turkey. I had, that's right. Well, <laughs> I tell you something, that turkey tasted pretty good, too. It did. But uh, I'm just saying my activities were not going to Calgary to see Whitney Houston at the camp. So you say this was a fancy camp. <laughs> it was. It was kind that's, of a fancy camp. But it was a big stadium, you know. You know what and else we had was archery. Archery, sure. Into hay bales. Yeah. But it was right on a path, so nobody, if you overshot the darn thing, and I'm telling you, as a 10-year-old, I was not the greatest shot. Yeah. Now, today, I'm a pretty, I'm a marksman. Yeah, I believe it. But uh, 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 it was always a little bit dangerous. So anyhow, you got up there to Calgary. Hold on, let's not rush the archery thing. You don't talk about archery <laughs> nearly enough these days. It's really hard to balance that bad boy on there, you know, when you're pulling I, it, and, and there's a lot more tension than you expect. And, That's right. And That's everyone right. always said, be careful because the feathers can cut your finger, yeah. and it almost always did. Yep. Sometimes I, well, that's why I have the gloves. Oh, right. I have a whole, anyhow, and you need your arm guards, and you have to be sure that you're, you don't hit it at an angle. You got to do it straight up. It's it's so funny. Fun. This reminds me of falconers. You ever, you ever yes. meet a falconer? Sure, yeah. 
uh, because there's an they, some of some of the mo- some of the most quality people I've met. Yeah, are, are falconers. falconers. Yeah, they're great people. It's amazing those birds come back. <laughs> it's ma- well, because they can it's go amazing. anywhere they want once they're out in the air. There's, you yeah, know, as we all can. Yeah, well, I suppose. And they got the pigeons. They come back too. Yeah, the ho- the homing pigeons. Yeah, it's unbelievable, really. So yeah, but that has, um, I guess, that doesn't have much to do with Whitney Houston. But Whitney Houston was a really, it was actually a really fun show. I stood up during the Don't You Want to Dance, Say You Want to Dance, Don't You Want to Dance, yeah. Dance. Yeah. But what was cool is they had all these lights on there. It was real real 80s, you know, they had these lights yeah. that were all, you know, um, they had the word dance in big red sort of like like a million light bulbs that, you yeah. know, that spelled yeah, the sure. word dance. Yeah. And the whole, all the lights went flying up into the audience when he said, Don't You Want to Dance, Say You Want to Dance, Don't You Want to Dance, and then lights, whoosh, dance. Right, and then you and you're a fourth grader. You don't care. You're like, yeah, yeah, woohoo! You know, so that's basically. But I was totally dancing by myself. I didn't have any friends at this camp. It was total nightmare. Generally, generally the camp was not for me. But this one instance, I guess, for that one moment, I just let myself go. One moment in time, it just spoke to you. Yeah, it did. It did. That's great. Well, that's a beautiful story. Well, I don't know. I don't know how that got me into rock and roll. It's not the most it, like you to go Are you around. Kidding and, me? That sounds very rock and yeah, roll. But you, Calgary, Whitney Houston, big lights. Oh yeah. Well, you know, lonely fella dancing by himself. Uh, yeah, it does feel rock and roll, doesn't it? <laughs> it's yeah. that's the definition of rock yeah. and roll. You go around the East Village, you play some shows. What was your first concert? You know, and someone says, you know, I don't the Ramones. Know, the Ramones, seventy-seven. Yeah. You know, something like that. Something crazy. You know, oh, I went to go see Green Day in 89 when they were sure, just right. a kid. Well, I went to Whitney Houston. Right. <laughs> you know. Okay. And well, scene. You know, it's like, yeah, it's a different yeah, kind of thing. Different, different kind of conversation. But, you know, now that she's passed away, everyone's, you know, it's got a lot more. It's, now it's a little cool. A little more street cred. So, uh, thank you are probably bringing this up uh, quite a bit at the show at Arlene's, too. Thanks you? for working the set. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told you, of course, my, my one of my earliest concerts. Uh, was Grover Washington Jr., mm. great saxophone player, yeah. and uh, that set me on a, a lifelong love affair with the sax. Yeah, and uh, never looked back. Yeah. But so do you, 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 are you much of a horn player? You know, all? I dabble a little bit. You I do dabble. I ought to bring it out sometime. But uh, you know, mm. I've got some good Barry some alto good. tenor. Oh, soprano? it's an alto. It's an alto. Nice. I always wanted to play the soprano sax. Yeah. though, After seeing the great Kenny G. Yeah, that was your. You did say that was your second show. One of, one of my I second one. Was uh, his hair that long then too, or he's been working that angle for a while? It's been exactly the same, and he was both of these. It's no longer in existence anymore, but there was a great place called, called Valley Forge Music Fair. Oh yeah. And it was a rotating stage, circular nice. stage. A lazy Susan, if you will. <laughs> it was a lazy Susan. Yeah, and we all had to go out and spin it. Yeah. No, no, it was, a, it was some guy on mechanics, you know, just uh, rotated around, so everybody had a good seat. There wasn't a bad seat in the house. Oh, okay. And, I wasn't uh, sure if, if Grover Washington Jr. was on one half of the stage, and then they spun around halfway no, through, no, and Kenny not, G got no, the other no, half. No, no, so no. Like, great dreams, show, and spin. In my dreams, that would be what Next it was. Next up. No, it's not like like the Les Mis set or something yeah. like that. No, this uh, is a whole circle that went around. The like this Aerith aromatherapy candle. Just to make picture that, if you will, I a great, will. A great uh, soprano sax. Uh, so what happened though? Oh, you mean so there wasn't a wall midway through the no stage? No walls anywhere. It was, it was it was in the round. It was in the round. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. Because if there was a wall, then you no wouldn't proscenium. be seeing yeah. <laughs> brick wall as it turned. <laughs> right, only a half. Yeah. half a show. You get yeah, half a song. This sucks. But, oh, but well, it was a terrific place. 
And uh, so then that that really did uh, set. But you also this camp was an entertainment kind of focused camp. Yeah. And uh, it got you some acting thing too, didn't you? You, you were I saw you in some. I turned on the TV one time. You're there mm. riding a lawnmower. Yeah. Well, I was. I did some acting right after right after school. I was. Uh, convinced that I wanted to go into movies and so I did a lot of uh, auditioning out here in New York in here here in New York and uh, I got cast in a couple things and uh, one of them was that was that uh, um, movie um, the Prince and me the yeah. Prince and me yeah <laughs> sure, <laughs> but it was called. Like, yeah it was called the Prince and me it's actually a rom-com yeah it was Julia Stiles was the star sure um, and uh, I guess that was a you still in touch with her a little bit from time to time I would say maybe really? peripheral emails yeah you yeah. send an email yeah. how you doing yeah she's trying she's about to get cast in a new show actually oh, uh, TV might. she's on TV she's you, been a lot of stage work since she's in that parenthood is that her no that's not her but that does look quite a bit like her. like her it does look I like her I was confused I always liked the Parenthood. Um, also, the executive producer of that show I know, uh, know of certainly. Yeah. Uh, Bridget Carpenter, famous uh, playwright, uh, went to um, sure went to the old uh, stomping grounds uh, back in the day. Stomping grounds being what? Uh, up in Providence. Providence, Rhode yeah, Island. Yeah, Rhode Island. Little Rhodey. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, so needless to say, uh, I guess um, I, I've lost my train of thought. Where, where we were just. Uh, you were in touch with Julia Stiles. Oh, the, right. So I was—I I did some acting for a while, but I found it very uh, discouraging and uh, total pain in the ass. Um, and, and then I started to have a lot of freakouts yeah. at, at my auditions, like because uh, you'd start to really want to to get the part, and you were tired of waiting, and you were kind of you know doing some kind of day jobs, and you were trying to play in a band, and all kinds of stuff. It was a very very uh, intense period of time. Did you have this going at the same time? Was engine sound up? Engine away? sound wasn't. Uh, we hadn't really had our uh, Tammy Not All yet. hadn't licensed really our first song okay. our All big right. first song we did to HBO and that kind of changed our life at the time um, um, and so uh, needless to say um, it was uh, a really sort of difficult time um, for me and, and I started having these freakouts with the um, with, and during my auditions and I remember just not being able to say the words and just getting really stressed out and I was like none of the things that I was pretty good at um, and feeling pretty comfortable with feeling very confident as an actor I started to just completely like self-sabotage uh huh and then I was like, "This that won't get you parts, really." No, it won't. I think it was an uh, an audition for The Wire when The Wire was out. Really? That I, that I remember being like, "I can't say any of these words. <laughs> this is some street jargon with which I am not comfortable." Uh, you didn't grow up on the streets of Baltimore. I sadly didn't. <laughs> and if I had, maybe I would have been better at uh, playing one of those roles. But in the in the other in the in the, how many movies did you do? Uh, I did a couple, two or three. A couple, two. Yeah. That's not too bad. Yeah, well, I guess more than a couple because couples two. So, <laughs> yeah, I was in the Nanny Diaries too. I had a the one line. Diaries. If you actually watch the Nanny, I, for some reason I seem to have gravitated towards these, uh, you know, kind of. You know, I always wanted to have these meaty roles, you yeah. know. Oh, uh, you have a kind of Prince Charming Othello or Prince and Me. One of the, uh, yeah, 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 I think you have a kind of fairy tale uh, quality about yeah, you. I suppose. Yeah. But, you know, again, this uh, doesn't uh, speak to the... But those freakouts, do you ever you figure out what it was about that? To just that you just realized it wasn't I right reali- for you? I realized that there was a power... power uh, element to it. There was mm-hmm. a powerlessness to that... to that acting career that was Somebody problematic. else was in control of what you wanted to do. Yeah, and it just seemed so random, and all of that started to, to uh, really drive me nuts. That can be, that can be tough. I've, t- I've talked about it on air, but, you know, I've gone into some of those auditions, and it can be a, it can be a bit crushing. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> you get tied in, no matter how much you say, wow, I'm just... 
you spend a whole day or a couple of days thinking about it, and you mm-hmm. go in, and they give you about five seconds worth of thing, and probably they already decided by the time you signed, they took the picture. Yeah. And that's, dude, you're done. You don't even need to go in the room, but right. you go in the room, you do it for five seconds. It, yep. it could be five seconds. And then you're thinking about it all day long. You're thinking about it all Afterwards, day long. Afterwards, when you're saying, damn it. That's right. I could have done this, or you think of all I the I should eat things. a turkey sandwich. I shouldn't eat it before. Yeah. You just yeah. start overthinking the whole thing, yeah, and you're like, this just thing. sucks. So that's why, actually, obviously, music was much more compelling, because you got to control the actual sound. You're like, I'm making this right now. It is actually occurring. It's like happening as we speak. I have now sculpted, created, and have this thing. And then with the you know, recording industry and all the uh, new technology, it was a perfect fit for me. That's great. And you like uh, uh, messing around on the computer and yes, making the sound. Making and awesome, you know, mellow morning jams. I enjoyed that very Yeah, much. I know you do. Yeah. And uh, that's, I remember coming up here and we did the theme song and boy, I thought, wow, you know, here's a little something. This is kind of what I want. And you just build it from nothing. Just yeah. had to, you know, lay down some, some beats and then you, you strum a little bit on one of these fine guitars. Sure. Uh, that was uh, it was an exciting process to see, and you're good at it. I would like to do more, actually, with you. You know, I'm well, still I always we'll, thinking Dale needs more music. And well, maybe we'll get something else going. Yeah, here. You never season know. five, you know, is coming up, and I think that's going to be a big musical. How do you determine season. your seasons? By the way, I always feel like I never really know what what starts a season, what well, ends I like a season. To keep people guessing. That's yeah. that's part of the uh, allure of podcasting. Well, I tell you, I've settled into a nice rhythm where I just take the summers off. Oh, so the summers will be the the downtime, and that's when I do a little bit of research and I re retool and re gear and get things going. Go on sabbatical. I go on a little bit of a walkabout. Yeah, we were talking <laughs> as it was yeah. going into the dream time. Yep, and uh, I paint dots all over myself and sit uh, sit nude on a rock somewhere nice. and just think about it. And. Uh, <laughs> That's a nice thought, isn't it? That is a nice Sometimes thought. Sometimes I get lost just thinking. Now, what's the difference between the triangular kind of shaped guitar and a regular shaped guitar? Oh, you're uh, so you're looking at the, uh, the the Explorer, and you're looking at a Flying V, and then you're looking at a, let's say some less balls here. Uh-huh. Um, I think those are just sort of like um, those were kind of. Uh, prototype designs at an early point in uh, Gibson's history that uh, they were sort of hoping would take off and they it's just were, a style difference it's just a style difference so no sound difference uh, well there's a slight sound difference because there's more or less wood that's what um, I was wondering yeah um, so some can be a little bit uh, brighter and some can be a little meatier or beefier or trebly bassier sure, things like sure. that so you'll have different tone issues obviously with the pickups you'll have different tone issues as well but um you know, like the Explorer, you know, let's say famous Explorer players would be, you know, guys from Metallica and uh, the Edge from U2. Sure. He's always loved his 77 Natural Explorer and the Flying V, also, um, you know, very popular. Yeah. You know, Lenny Kravitz and another Metallica kind of. Yeah. Um, so there's that, Les Pauls. Well, everyone knows who plays Les Pauls. Les Paul. Les Paul, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, well, he certainly did. That was my first. uh, That was your first first instinct. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Although I I think there are a lot of kids out there that don't even know that Les Paul is the name of someone. Really? Yeah. You just think it's a name because you wouldn't call a Stratocaster. It's not named after. No one's named Stratocaster. Maybe a French guy. Yeah. Maybe Les. Yeah. Les Paul. Yeah. Well, that's uh, that's uh, they're all beautiful, and this is a beautiful time. Yeah. Now you got any St. Patrick's Day plans? Uh, do I have any St. Patrick's Day plans? Well, yes, actually, uh, I've been invited to my cousins. 
Hey. All the O'Reillys are getting together. Are they Irish? Yeah. Well, yeah, they have Irish uh, descent, certainly. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so all of the O'Reillys are getting together in New Jersey. Well, so that's going to be it. It sounds like a problem. You know, close I should, the bridges then. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know. Oh, I should uh, see maybe the Seavers. We can get this, you know, get you out there. Oh, sure. That'd, That'd be, nice. uh, that uh, Katrina would love to go out of the house, I'm sure. Yeah. I think there's maybe a yard and... Oh, she loves to run. She's a good, she's a good, strong runner. Yeah, that track one. and field, maybe? Maybe. Just, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's the hurdles? a little bit of what I, we were talking about that earlier. I, that The hurdles are what I used to run. Did you run the hurdles? I, I did. I was just looking at hurdle footage, actually. Not very, were you going to score some hurdle footage? No, we did some, we, the, the Olympics is coming up, and we're actually oh. doing some music for the Olympics. You, and so, lo and behold, I've seen some hurdlers recently. You, we ought to get the camera out there, and we'll always have uh, old Dale Seary running the, uh, Hurdles. Yeah. Put yeah. the same music under it. Nice. I'd like to see some of that footage. That'd be That's good. like you see. You watch you the Olympics. That. You, can, you can't. You can't. You uh, can't be shy about it. No. It's all about rhythm. But uh, I'll tell you, you watch those Olympic specials where they do a little thing, a little portrait about the sure. about the athlete, and I always cry. I, I can't watch them without crying. Sure. You watch the one about me, you'd be shopping for days. I, <laughs> I tell you how many. I think I still have gravel in my knee from the old tracks. Uh. Yeah. I would just kaplunk, kaplunk. Yeah. So uh, it would be much easier to just run around him. It yeah. just like a cone race, I think I would have. A little obstacle. Sort of, yeah, like an obstacle. Sort of like a slalom of... Sure, maybe if there's a slide at the end. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> I'd be much better at that, I tell you. But, uh, well, we'll work on that and see what uh, see what happens. And New Jersey is out there for you. You're going to have a good... You're gonna, and you have a little little boy. Yes, I do. I am. Little, I, I have a son who's going to have a nice, uh, nice time. I think seeing the cousins and the extended cousins, and you're going to dress them in the green and all that. I think. I think uh, Nana recently sent us. Uh, you know, we have we have several different grandparents, and sure. one of the grandparents is chosen to be called Nana. And Nana sent some some sort of inappropriate uh, leprechaun related sort of uh, T-shirt for my son. So that'll be fun to. Uh, well, that's great. That's uh, that's of course. Yeah, wash it a couple times. That thing is, uh, you know, kind of fierce material. I don't know what they made that out of. <laughs> yeah. Potatoes, probably. Yeah, that probably. Yeah. <laughs> or the hides of leprechauns. Yeah, that's like always that. a nice material. <laughs> that's what they used to do. A lot of drums. If you go to like an Irish music store or something, they got tons of those around here. Yeah, sure. You, and you know, you've been in those those drums. That's just the that's the tanned hide of a leprechaun. Yeah, it's got a nice sound. It does. It's a little thin. <laughs> it's not a full sounding. <laughs> I tell you, well, I have to wear orange. Of course, I'll be wearing orange because yeah. that's I'm from the Protestant part yeah. out there, from Northern Ireland. Yeah. is uh, from where my people came. Yes, and uh, they got into it. There's still a little bit. I haven't resolved that, but they, you know. They haven't resolved that, but it doesn't stop us all from going to New Jersey this weekend. Now, it's doing it? better. No, no, no. But I, I wear orange, but I stay inside because I don't want to wear orange and go walk around here. Boy, you get a slap in the face or something. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess you take your chances any day in New York City. I guess that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I'm out there a lot. I meet a lot of nice people. Well, we've had a lot of fun here. Steve. We certainly have. And so when's the show at Arlene's? When's that coming up? Oh, it's... You know, uh, I think May fifth, maybe May fifth. But uh, you know, like I said, it's not. Uh, it's where we got a little people, time. Where can people? Does the well, this should go to Engine Sound, the new site. You know, Kristen Schreiber, who uh, designed the uh, the website, she did a great job, and so we we'll always want to plug her because she does such great design work. EngineSound.com. EngineSound.com. Yeah. Look at that. I'm writing it down. There you go. Um, I might not look at that It's a great place. Uh, you know, we 
we like making music for all kinds of different stuff. And you'll have information about the band up there? Kind of, well, no, it's not, it's not specifically to the band. There's some talk of the band, but it's mostly for the composing work for film, okay, television, so commercial Okay, so people go to there for sure. 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 But then what if the people want to come and see it? They just look at Arlene's Grocery or something? Uh, I think they, you know, if they go to Engine Sound, we can... Uh, you'll post it? Yeah, I can post stuff. All right, that's all right. good. I want to make sure people get out to see it. I, the, the, I appreciate this. Love, I, guess, I, I guess a lot of... I have listened to some Dale Radio. There has been a lot of uh, people that do all kinds of plugging from time to time. Oh, it's a terrific opportunity, and you know, I'll tell you. I can't believe ahead. we didn't talk about it. Wait, wait, go ahead. Oh, well, so... We haven't turned off the mic yet. I suppose we haven't. Let, well, let's just make sure the microphone is still working. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? That would be that would be kind of a nightmare, actually. But it looks like it's still recording here. Uh, the word of the day, by the way, was attic. I'm like, what is that? I, you know, like everyone knows what an attic is. I don't need them to tell me what an attic is. That's true. You feel bad if there is somebody out there like, oh, that's how you spell it. That's <laughs> yeah. attic. That's what an attic is. I thought that was our bedroom. Or, you know, some people that probably live on a single, like a ranch or something, they might not have an attic. They might not have. There's probably some people out there. We, well, we welcome all the listeners, whether they have addicts or not. No, yeah. I mean, not addict. No, ad, addict. Yeah, addict. part of the house. All right. And I should just, and, and I just want to say, part of the uh, accommodations here and why I was so excited to come up was you have such a nice microphone. Nice microphone, yeah. nice setup here, so yeah. sound nice, good good quality. <coughs> well, let's, That's let's just a little wait until taste. you get to listen to it first. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you, yeah. you got a shock mount, you're yeah. doing okay. So what, what, do, you want to, what oh. do you want to tell me? You want so to, I forgot to mention, we were, yeah. you know, we were talking about the band. And about, you know, this is another thing. This brings me back to the whole Whitney Houston thing. It, it all comes like back the, to that, the push, The push for art, for art's sake, having a great time, trying to create something really, really great. Yep. So I just remember this time, and, and this is, I don't mean this in a bad way in any way, but it's like, it just, it's sort of, you gotta, you gotta turn a switch in your head with regard to promotion. Mm-hmm. Do you know sure. what I mean? Yes. Because it's sort of like, uh, you know, in the Matrix, he takes that pill and then all of a sudden he sees the world in a different way after he's... Absolutely. You know, and like yeah. prior to that pill, I guess he saw the world one way and he takes this pill and now he sees it a whole other way. Uh, yes. You almost kind of wish he didn't take that pill because he was living kind of a decent life, but I guess he was always searching for something, which is what, you know, precipitated. That was a catalyst for him to finally take that pill and say, darn it, I need to see the other side. Right, that's a fine summation of the Matrix. Yeah, yeah. well, you know. <laughs> so... So the point, though, being that, um, you know, you turn the the corner with regard to promotion. Yes, getting the word out, yeah. Yeah, getting the word out. So I remember when the band was really busy, um, doing all kinds of stuff. We had had all kinds of songs on on, the show, on, on different shows on TV and Scrubs and different shows. And we were uh, playing lots of lots of shows. And we had, we got to play a lot of very nice venues. We got to play Roseland. We got to play. Um, oh, that's not too bad. Got to play um, which call it? the uh, Radio City Music Hall, which is pretty oh, exciting. That's, that's yeah, exciting. It's, a, it's a nice show. Um, and felt really really good. And I remember contacting uh, David Letterman show. Uh-huh. Right? I, who doesn't love David Letterman? I grew up watching David Letterman. Like, one of that's great. One, one, one of the great. Ones. I want to be on David Letterman. Yeah. So I call him, like, for me, I want to be on David Letterman. That would be the thing. That That's would be the it. thing. Yeah. But when we called there, they're like, well, what are you promoting? I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> we just want to get on the show, dude. Right. Just this is David play. Letterman, man. This is the best <laughs> show in the world. I grew up, I've been, man, I have made it. I've turned a corner. This is what life is supposed to be. And they're like, well, didn't you, you, you released your record a couple months ago, didn't you? And I was like, well, yeah, yeah, but, dude, and, and that was when it occurred to me. It was sort of like the uh, sort of jumping the shark moment for me a little bit where I was like, oh, it's all about promotion. So I guess, sure, I could plug all day long about Engine Sound, but that's not really what I'm... It doesn't get me off any, and it's like, whatever. 
Oh, I think you should. You can talk about that. I know. We well, this is it almost talk, every every episode because, of course, the credit you would. Do I it. appreciate and, you doing and, that. Uh, I, I encourage people to go there. So don't don't ever stop that. And you can, know. you know, probably a lot of the big wigs that are putting together all the CW shows and all the yeah. network heads, yeah, they yeah. all listen to this show. I know they do. I, is, I know they do. This has been there. growing big. You know, and I'll, I'll how tell many you podcasts you got now? Yeah. This this will probably be around episode eighty three or something like that. Yeah. Something like that, but uh, uh, I mean, there's some math in there. But uh, the point is, everybody that's appeared on this show, without a doubt, everybody that's appeared. Mm-hmm. You look a couple weeks later, a couple months later, mm-hmm. a year later. Mm-hmm. There's a bump. There's a podcast bump that oh, happens. Oh, a serious everybody. podcast. Yeah, and people have gone on to great things. People, and I, I sometimes think, well, I put everybody's. Maybe this summer it's what I'll do. Mm. Put everybody's here's what people have been doing in the time since. Because you get on this show and then you have this tremendous success that happens right after. Well, you've got a real vision. I do indeed. You told me that before. You want to get people early, get them in there, and then watch them blossom. That's right. I want to talk to you at this particular time, right before, because then then you're on the Letterman show and all that, and God bless you, and you don't need my help anymore. Well, that's when I when they said, do you want to you want to push in there? I'd like to talk about Dale Radio. That's (laughs) That's what I'm gonna. I I get on there. I'm not gonna talk about my band or my composing business. I'm gonna say, darn it, Dale Radio. Darn it. This is what this is what's going on. But well, that's true, and you you complimented my vision and uh, I just had an eye doctor's appointment the other day and it's that's nice. okay. It's well I should probably late. compliment your doctor though. He's <laughs> yeah. done a very good job. Yeah, she's a, she's terrific. She was a little late to the appointment. I didn't mind though. No. It's all right. You just gotta let but, those things uh, slide. Things are okay. How's so, the back uh, of her head, I wonder. Is she's a very serious individual. Yeah. You know, she uses a lot of lot of just heavy brushing happens back. Oh wow. Then. So she's a real serious about yeah. it. Anyhow <laughs> <laughs> that would be a nice blog post sometime, yeah. too. Yeah. Well, how you feel? You feel good? You got I, everything I, out? I feel like I got everything out. My yes. goodness. Well, we're going to have to go have a, a, a few more of these Guinnesses. And, and we we got some potatoes here, so we should probably hit these potatoes. Yeah, chips. let's hit the chips, yeah. the traditional. And, uh, well, Steve-O, before you uh, uh, get into the chips. Yeah, sorry. Because it'll be a fine audio thing, I'm sure. But yeah, well, <laughs> once you get those chips going, there's the no chips. stopping until we're done. So Boy, they'd have to wait a good just one. 16, 17 minutes for us to get through this. Yeah, this is just... Smurfing yeah. <laughs> um, it down. I really appreciate you having me up here and setting up such a nice uh, 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 reception for me. And uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I hope we get another chance to do it. Me too. All right. Thank you, Steve. All right. That was uh, very good. Let me just uh, die up with a little bit of business here because, you know, we got another live show coming up. Thursday, March 29th at 8 p.m., we're going to be at Film Biz Recycling. Filmbizrecycling.org. They got the information up there. Of course, you also get the information at DaleRadio.com. And uh, we got Camille Harris. She's a terrific young comedian going to be on there. I got another guest that hasn't confirmed yet. <laughs> so she's making me sweat it out. But if she says yes, my goodness, ladies and gentlemen, what a time. And we're going to have a good time whether she says yes or not. But it would be really exciting if she does. And as soon as she does, I'll let you know about it. And music this time, I got a, a Balkan accordionist is going to be playing with us. Nice. A terrific Terrific guy, Matthew Fast. I haven't seen him in years. And uh, we're going to get it together again and play some sounds. So that's March 29th, and all the information is online. And uh, uh, till next time, I'll be tying empty whiskey bottles to the Dale Radio float for the big St. Patty's Day parade down 4th Avenue. Now let's get back to that great music that we all enjoy. 
Oh my goodness, a lot of people came together to make this season possible, and my thanks go out to all of them, including the folks behind our season four take on the theme song, originally composed by Steve O'Reilly at Engine Sound. This version is arranged by Lisa Mezzacapa and John Finkbeiner, performed by Lisa Mezzacapa and VJ Anderson, recorded, mixed, and mastered by John Finkbeiner at New Improved Recording in Oakland, California. Thanks also to the following generous, good-looking, and fun-at-parties friends of the program. Cole Akers, Miranda Banks, Rachel Baer, Stefan Bodeker, Hannah Bowes, The Brain Flutter Foundation, Melissa Broder, Adam Bronstein, Justin Carroll, Tom Carroll, Amy Chang, John Charles, Denisha Christie, Rachel Turner, Pamela Clapp, Julie Cummings, Amanda Duarte, Emily Elson, Dan Engler, Alex Estrovitz, Sidney Erickson-Feinstein, Lauren Fitzgerald, Aaron Gabbard, Tanya Glanz, Jay Harlow, Betty Jo Hallett. My goodness, this is a lot of beer. Thank you. This is outstanding. Meredith Hudson, Melissa Yeager-Miller, Steve Lambert, Daniel Lee, Maura Madden, Shauna McGarry, Michelle Megan, George Noctree, Peter Noctree, Susan Newberry, Aaron Nichols, Steve O'Reilly, Ann Philbin, Elizabeth Eva Rossoff, Gabe Roth, Rebecca Rothbaum, Trinidad Ruiz, Jacqueline Skagg, Shannon Stratton, Joel Tompkins, Karen Weber, Gabe Weiser, Will K. Wilkins, Brian Ye, and 10 anonymous friends. Thank you all very much.